Welcome, my fellow humans, to another episode of the Healthy Happy Human Podcast, the show where I teach you how to live healthy, be happy, and lead an all-around full and fulfilled life. With new episodes each and every week, I bring you industry-leading experts, thought leaders, and all-around brilliant minds on topics ranging from mindset to nutrition to habit building to fitness and more. My goal is to help you get from where you are to where you want to be in life. I'm happy to have you here. Now let's dive in. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode. On today's solo episode, I'm going to talk to you about enjoying the journey that we're on. Before I get into that, I just want to remind everyone, please follow me on Instagram. Please subscribe to my mailing list at the bottom of the show notes here. And if you enjoy this episode, take a screenshot and share this with a friend. Share it with someone who would get some value. That's how you help me grow. Leave a rating and review on iTunes or Spotify and enjoy this episode. So something I've been thinking a lot about is there's a common theme in wellness, in fitness, in nutrition and in life and it's a bit of an old cliche but it's one that I wholeheartedly believe in and I repeat often to myself I repeat often to clients I repeat often on my social media and even on this podcast and that is the idea that it's about the journey not the destination right you may have heard me talk about this if you've listened to me for a while Everything is about the journey, not the destination. Meaning, people think about losing weight. You can lose 30, 40, 50 pounds, but the real benefit, aside from, yes, the health benefits that come from losing the weight, but the real benefit comes from becoming the type of person who loses 30 to 50 pounds. It's all about the lessons that you learn. It's about the effort that you put in. It's about what happens in between point A and point B. People think of it as a destination. They're like, well, I need to lose this weight. But the thing that you really get out of it is improved eating habits, improved exercise habits, improved mental clarity, a million other benefits. But those things come from the stress, the struggle from the time that it took because losing 30, 40, 50 pounds is an instant, right? It took six months. It took a year. It took two years maybe. And that's the point is that in those months or years, what you're going through is exactly what creates the result. So getting the result without that is not nearly as beneficial. And this can be evidenced by people who have weight loss surgery. Now, Sometimes people who have, you know, gastric bypass or some other type of bariatric surgery, they lose the weight and they keep it off. But quite often, these people tend to gain weight back or still be very unhealthy just at a lower weight because they have not changed the underlying life practices that led to them becoming overweight in the first place. Meaning, if I'm living on McDonald's and Coca-Cola slushies from 7-Eleven and now I go and get gastric bypass surgery to make me lose a bunch of weight. So I've gone from, you know, however much I weighed and then I lose that weight 
in a very quick amount of time. Yes, I might lose weight because the surgery, what gastric bypass surgery does is it makes your stomach literally smaller so you can't eat as much. So I'm not going to be as hungry, so I'm not going to eat as much. But I might still be making poor food decisions. I might still be eating just nothing but junk food and sugary snacks and whatever, just in lesser amounts. So it's enough for me to lose a lot of weight, but it's not enough for me to actually be healthy, to feel better, to change the things that really needed to be changing. Whereas someone who did the hard work and took the time to reevaluate their diet, to change their habits, to change their routines, to do the things that it takes without taking any shortcuts, as frustrating as it may be, if and when that person gets the result, it will be much more meaningful because they did it the hard way and they had to learn along the way to do that. The reason I think this is important is because once we understand this, that's why we have to learn to love the journey because most of the time is spent on the journey, right? I just said it takes two years to lose 50 pounds, let's say. You start day one, 50 pounds up, you end day 600 something, 50 pounds down, Those are just two days out of 600. All the rest of the time is spent on the path, on the journey. So if we're only thinking about that end date, there's a lot in between there that we're not valuing. We need to understand that our time is spent doing the work, not having the result. So if all we think about is having the result, All that time where we're actually doing the thing is now just a grind. And it becomes much harder because there's a lot of time in the grind. And if we're not enjoying it or appreciating it to some extent, that becomes a very frustrating proposition. So I'm going to circle back around to this in a second, but I want to read an excerpt from a book that I recently read and posted on my Instagram that was the inspiration for this podcast because I got a lot of comments and interaction about it. So this excerpt comes from a book called The Happiness Hypothesis, which is a really, really good book if you're interested in the inner workings of the human brain and how we decide to do what we do and why we decide to do the things that we do. It's very, very interesting. But I'll read this quick paragraph. It says, You experience this latter feeling as contentment, as a short-lived feeling of release when the left prefrontal cortex reduces its activity after a goal has been achieved. In other words, when it comes to a goal pursuit, it really is the journey that counts, not the destination. Set for yourself any goal you want. Most of the pleasure will be had along the way, with every step that takes you closer. The final moment of success is often no more thrilling than the relief of taking off a heavy backpack at the end of a long hike. If you went on the hike only to feel that pleasure, you're a fool. Yet people sometimes do just this. They work hard at a task and expect some special euphoria at the end. But when they achieve success and find only moderate and short-lived pleasure, they ask, Is that all there is? They devalue their accomplishments as a striving after wind. We can call this the progress principle. Pleasure comes more from making progress towards goals than from achieving them. 
Shakespeare captured it perfectly. Things won are done. Joy's soul lies in the doing. End quote. And I love this little passage. And that's why I posted it on my social media and why I share it with you guys because I think it's so important. And it brings up an important addition to what I was just saying. That not only do we need to focus on the journey because it takes so much longer, but we literally mentally in our brain in terms of the hormones that are released and in terms of the feelings that we actually get get just as much enjoyment out of the journey, if not more, than we do out of the destination, or we can and should. And I love the example of the hiker, right? No one goes on a hike to finish a hike. You don't go on it to get to the top. You go on the hike to do the hike. You don't go skiing to reach the bottom of the mountain. You go skiing to go skiing. And this is how our health and wellness and fitness and entrepreneurial and relationship journeys need to be because just the destination is not enough. And just the destination is such a tiny blip on a calendar in some far off space and time that we need to be able to appreciate the journey for what it is and get enjoyment out of the journey Otherwise, we're working, 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 working and never actually getting anything out of it until we one day hopefully get to that endpoint. And since nothing is guaranteed, this becomes, again, a very frustrating proposition because now it's doing something I don't like or I'm not getting any joy of for the hope that possibly in the future maybe I get something positive out of it. And this is why most people quit a thing like a diet or an entrepreneurial journey or a relationship because if all you're getting is negatives now with a possible benefit in the future, it's like, well, that doesn't seem like a good value proposition to me. However, if you can get enjoyment out of the now, which is the journey, which is the hike, which is the slalom down the slope, as well as ending up at the end goal at the top of the mountain, at the bottom of the finish line, at the weight goal, at the successful business, at the successful relationship, if you get enjoyment out of both pieces, then it's very easy to push yourself through that because it's it's good now and good later. And that is a good deal for all of us. So understanding that, I posted that quote and I got some questions from some of my followers and clients. And one that stood out to me was just simply, what if you don't enjoy the journey, right? What if you're doing something and you don't like it, but you're doing it for the end result? Specifically, from the person who asked me, I know that he's a new father and very busy with his work. And it's very much consuming him. It takes up a lot of his time, a lot of his energy. And I know that to him, his thinking, his thought process is, well, I have to do this now. I have to sacrifice on the front end so that years down the road, I will have secured financial stability for myself, for my family, for my newborn and any future children, et cetera, et cetera, which is a fine way to think. And it's very understandable and logically that makes a ton of sense. 
However, what I said to him was simply that this all hinges on the assumption that you've chosen the correct destination. Meaning, right now, if you don't enjoy the journey, we're setting out at point A, and we're setting out a trail for point B. Point B is years down the road in terms of a financial journey, right? Let's say I want to have $10 million saved up, and I have to do whatever it takes to get to that place. That's a long journey. That's going to take, you know, several years, if not a decade or more. I'm working eight-hour days, 10-hour days, 12-hour days sometimes because it's all in pursuit of that one goal. But the reason I have that goal in mind is because of the assumption that things will be better then, right? When I get to that place, I'll be able to work less. I will be more financially secure. I will, will be more financially stable. I will be able to provide X, Y, and Z for my son, my daughter, my wife. But that hinges on the assumption that A, all of that stuff works out, but B, that all of that stuff is truly what you want and that it will be what you want in that time frame. Meaning, 10 years from now, things might change. You could have all the money in the world and 10 years from now, because you've spent the last 10 years putting in six-day work weeks with 12-hour workdays, you are 50 pounds overweight and have high blood pressure and diabetes, and now all the money in the world is nothing for you because you can't enjoy it, right? Or you might reach that place of, I now have $10 million or however much money, and now I can finally take a step back to take some time off to enjoy all of the fruits of the labor that I put in, which is great, except that you've missed the last 10 years and your daughter has now grown up and you realize now that you missed a time that no amount of money can buy back. So maybe it would have been better to settle on having just a few hundred thousand dollars in the bank, but get to enjoy that time, but get to still be healthy but get to still eat well and exercise and value those things rather than this thought of everything will be better when, right? Same thing can be said, again, for people who want to lose a bunch of weight, right? If we go back to the first example from the beginning, someone says, I want to lose 50 pounds, then it might seem appealing to say, well, I could just get a surgery that'll make me lose 50 pounds. Why wouldn't I do that? Why wouldn't I skip all the hard work and get right to the point. But then you don't change who you are, you miss all the things. Part of the benefit of getting healthy is the action of getting healthy. It's things like exercising and then feeling good and getting those release of endorphins and going to the gym and meeting gym friends and making new friends who don't just sit around all day and eat McDonald's and drink because that's what my current group of friends do. But when I go to the gym and I meet my new CrossFit friends, now I have friends who like to exercise and those friends invite me on a hike on Saturday instead of inviting me to a boozy brunch on Saturday. And then those friends become my new friend group who then influence me to be better. I can't get any of that if I skip the journey. So when I get too focused on that endpoint, 
and say that it's all right, I'm okay sacrificing the journey because the endpoint is great enough, that works out when it works out, right? There's a world where my client sacrifices 10 years to make $10 million. And when he does, he says, okay, I'm done. I'm retired. Now I have all this money and now I can go live my life. And he retires and him and his wife go off and they go parasailing and they have these great kids who are now super happy because their dad is around and all this stuff. And that's definitely a possibility. But you're putting all of your eggs in one basket. You're assuming that that's going to happen. And there's so much that can go differently. But more importantly, you're assuming that you're going to get there and that's going to be what you want at that point in time. That's my point, right? You're assuming that you're going to get to the top of the hike, right? You're going to hike through the, all of these woods and terrains and whatever, and you're going to get there never having been there, and that getting to the top is going to make it all worth it, right? Meaning if you hate hiking, but your friends convince you to go on a hike because they're like, the view is amazing. You have to see this view, but it's a 10-mile hike, and you're you're dreading every single second of it, and it takes you hours to get there, and you sprain your ankle, and you just feel beat up and you feel dehydrated and you just don't enjoy any of it. While they're all having a good time, you get to the top of that hike, you get to the top of the outlook, they're going to go, doesn't this look beautiful? And you're going to go, fuck this, let's go home. I don't give a shit about this fucking view. Pardon my French. I'm from New York. I curse a lot. But that's how I would say it. I don't know about you. But that's my point, right? No amount of the destination being perfect or amazing can make up for a journey that you hated. Right now, yes, is there a world where you get to the top of that hike and you look out and you just, it's like the Lion King vista and the sun is setting perfectly and everything about the last four hours that you hated just gets wiped from your memory and you go, wow, this all truly was worth it? Of course there is. Of course that's possible. But if you don't enjoy the hike, that's the only way you win that scenario. Right. Whereas if you're doing something you enjoy, right? let's say for me myself personally, I'm not the biggest hiker, I'm not a big runner, but I love biking. So say someone gave me the same proposition of saying, hey, you want to go bike out to this really cool outlook where they have a great view and we can watch the sunset and like have a bottle of wine or, you know, hang out at, as the sunsets is really cool. I could go, yeah, that sounds like a great idea because I'm going to enjoy biking there. So even if we get there and I don't enjoy it, I still had a good time biking. And I'm like, okay, that was cool. Not the coolest view. I don't get what all the hype was about, but I appreciate you for inviting me. And I appreciated the time we spent because the journey was as much of a part of it to me as the destination was. But if the only way to win is to get to a destination that I don't know ahead of time, right? I can't know what it's going to be like until I get there. I'm just assuming that it's going to be right. I'm putting a lot of hope in that scenario. And again, it can turn out well, but it also can backfire in our face. And that's why enjoying the journey is so important because what's guaranteed is the journey. What isn't guaranteed is the result. So if we are banking on the result, paying back all of the discomfort that we have to put in, because don't get it twisted. When I say enjoy, I just mean appreciate. There is going to be discomfort. Any personal growth journey, any development journey, I talk about this all the time, whether it's weight loss, whether it's fitness, whether it's eating healthy, whether it's improving your relationship, becoming an entrepreneur, 
not becoming an entrepreneur, but moving up the ranks in your business, becoming successful in any way and anything is going to take discomfort. There is no growth. There is no change without discomfort. That is a law of the universe. Friction creates energy. Friction creates heat, right? How do you get, how do you start a fire? You rub two stones together. The friction is what creates the spark. And we need that friction if we're going to move forward. There is no way around that. However, it doesn't mean that we have to hate the entire process. There's a difference between a little discomfort and dreading every moment of it. And that's why when finding a diet, it's not about just restricting everything, cutting out entire food groups like carbs, so that you hate your diet, but you're able to lose weight. That's why when finding an exercise routine, it's not just about forcing yourself through all these workouts and being so sore and being so beat up, but working towards a result. That's why when working towards growth in business, it's not just about putting in 12-hour days and slaving away at the computer in the hopes of getting money in the future. There has to be some sort of balance there where, yes, we are trying hard. Yes, I'm going from eating McDonald's and ice cream every day to eating something else. But it's in a way that although I'm sacrificing something, right, I'm not I'm eating less ice cream, I'm eating less McDonald's. I'm also doing it in a way where I don't hate it, where I do not dread every food that I'm putting into my mouth. Same thing with exercise, although I'm going from sitting on the couch watching Netflix, which might be my first choice. I am not going to a place where I'm just destroying my body with so much exercise because I think that's how I get there. I'm instead finding a place of balance, finding some physical activity that I can get maybe some enjoyment out of. Maybe, again, I'm going to a gym where I have friends or I'm going for walks or I'm going for hikes or I'm going for bike rides. I'm doing something where I'm finding a middle ground where, yes, I'm sacrificing something, some comfort because we have to lose some resemblance of comfort in order to work towards our goals. However, I am doing it in a way that I do not hate it, right? That might be a better way to put it. Rather than say, enjoy the journey, because they just don't hate the journey. Because, again, most of life is the journey. Most of life is not the destination. So we need to have some way And again, it's finding that balance of understanding that there has to be discomfort as well. Any journey that we go on is not going to be all sunshine and rainbows. We have to accept that some of it is going to be tough, that there are going to be times when we don't enjoy it, even if we pick something that we always enjoy, right? Even if I have a diet that I don't mind, there's going to be days when I want ice cream and I have to say no. Even if I have a workout routine that I enjoy, there's going to be days when I don't want to work out. Even if people love to say, if you love your job, you don't work a day in your life or something like that, which I think is bullshit because you can love your job. You can love your career. You can love everything about it. And there's still going to be days when you just wake up and you just don't want to go to work. You're just tired. You just want to pull the covers over your head, turn off your alarm and go back to sleep. That's an inevitable part of life. But that is made that much harder when you hate the action steps, the journey part of it. If you don't mind what you do as a job, not just the end goal of getting the money, but the actual steps what you have to do day in and day out. For myself personally, my end goal is to change 10,000 lives via this podcast and via my online courses and my one-on-one coaching. Now, if that end goal was all I cared about, 
than the minutia of recording podcasts and of creating Instagram content and of doing email marketing and all those little things could get annoying. And they do sometimes, right? There's times when I don't want to make IG content. There's times when I don't want to write my newsletter. But I enjoy the process. I enjoy what gets me there. I enjoy being able to help people and being able to put this podcast out and have people reply and respond to me like, wow, man, this was really helpful. You said something that really stood out to me or whatever. So side note, if that's you, send me messages because it makes my heart happy. Um, And screenshot this and share it with a friend. Always remember, share, share, share. But um, as I was saying, you know, the destination is there regardless. It's now becomes what is going to keep me going and keep me pushing forward is am I able to get some positive benefit from the steps, from the small daily things that are pushing me towards the end goal? It's possible to do it without that, right? It is possible to reach that end goal and hating every minute of it, but you're just (laughs) making it much harder for yourself. And if you're doing that, again, you're hoping that when you get there, that it makes everything that you did, everything that you hated all worth it. And although that's possible, it's not a safe bet to do, right? So much more value can be brought to your life, to those around you's life, if you allow yourself to focus on what's happening now, right? Focus on the day-to-day life going back to my client who's working those 12 hour days, what if he said, I'm gonna have a hard cutoff, eight hour work days, no matter what, I'm gonna tell my boss, I'm gonna tell whoever, sorry, my work day is over, I'm not taking any more calls, and then went and spent that time, those extra four hours, two hours, three hours, whatever it is, with his newborn daughter every time. Maybe he would make less money, but do you think that his life would be improved, that his daughter's life would be improved, that over the next 10 years of adding three hours of playtime with his daughter, for 10 years would be more beneficial to him, to them, to their family than it would be the extra money that he would make doing that? I mean, I don't know. It could be millions of dollars he's leaving on the table, but are millions of dollars worth time? Time with a with a newborn, with a one to 10-year-old? I don't know. I'm not a parent. I can't make that decision. No one can make that decision for you. This is just the way that I think about things. To me, time is everything. There's nothing more valuable than time. I have father time tattooed on my forearm for a reason. You can always make more money. You can never make more time. The journey is time. It's time you're spending doing something. So time spent well is what we want. Time spent poorly can never be gotten back. Right? So everything should be come down to this one decision is how am I spending my time? And that becomes then the frame of which I can make all of my decisions through. It becomes the lens which I look at everything through. Is this a valuable use of my time? And that simple decision guides me. It's my guiding light. And that's why I want to enjoy the journey because the journey is my time. Time is everything. And it all circles back to using time wisely and getting the most out of our time rather than thinking I'm going to use this time to get to a certain endpoint or destination. So like with most things, like with everything, as you know, by now, everything is the same. It's about finding that middle ground and finding the balance. 
right? You need to enjoy the journey for the journey. However, understanding that it won't always be sunshine and rainbows, there will be some discomfort. We need to sacrifice in order to get to the end destination. We need to sacrifice for the greater good, for the financial stability, for the weight loss, for the morning routine, whatever we have to do will take sacrifice. But we don't need to sacrifice so much that it makes our day-to-day life a living hellhole and is so unpleasant that you know we are dreading the actual action steps. So it's not one or the other. It's not living in the extremes. It's finding the balance, finding that middle ground to where the day-to-day activities, the journey itself is at least in some way enjoyable or livable so that I can continue to work towards the greater goal. And when I get to it, or if I don't, either way, I will not feel like I wasted that time because regardless of the end result, I made the most of the actual journey. Regardless of the view at the top of the mountain, I enjoyed the hike. Regardless of how fast I get to the bottom of the hill, I enjoyed my ski trip, right? It's about having both. Yes, the destination matters, but also very much the journey is just as, if not more important because we spend more time on the journey than we ever will at the destination. So my challenge to you, my action step, my question is to think about an area in your life where you have been looking to improve. And have you lost sight of the journey for the end goal? Have you been sacrificing more than you need to or more than you must or more than you should in order to achieve some far off end goal? Have you been sacrificing your immediate enjoyment of life, of a summer, of holidays or weekends so that you can lose a certain amount of weight? Have you been sacrificing time with your friends so that you can go to the gym and exercise and achieve a certain body goal? Have you been sacrificing time with your family to work? Now, again, some of that sacrifice might be okay, but is there a world where you can have both? Is there a world where you can still enjoy summer activities with some friends and lose weight? Is there a world where you can still exercise regularly, but also enjoy social events with your friends? Is there a world in which you can work and make money, but still enjoy date night with your significant other or enjoy spending time with your kids? Because I think that there is. And to me, that is what a healthy, happy life is. It's not an extreme. It's not completely throwing one thing out so that we can have the other because that doesn't get us anywhere. It's doing the hard work of figuring out the balance. And that's why most people won't do this step because it is hard work and it takes a lot more thought. It's easy to just say, ah, screw it. I just won't think about anything and I'll just do the other thing, right? It's easy to say, well, I don't know how to diet, so I'll just cut out all carbs. It's easy to say, well, I don't know what the best workout is, so I'll just run 10 miles until my legs can't run anymore. It's easy to say, yeah, there's no way I could fit in date nights and kids date nights with my kids and date nights with my wife. So I'll just work all the time and I'll, I'll leave t- and when I have enough money, I'll pay for a babysitter and we'll do all that later. All that stuff is idiot proof. It takes no thought. Where we need to be is where we take the time and put in the effort and put in the energy to figure out the real solution, 
where we are getting the best of both worlds. And that's what I do as a coach personally. That's my goal that I work with for all of my clients is not to find the easy answer of just slash, 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 cut out more things. It's how can we find the balance in life? How can we find the place where I'm healthy and I'm happy and I'm enjoying life and I'm physically healthy and I'm mentally healthy and I'm eating well and I'm exercising, not because I have to, but because it feels good because of the journey as much as the destination. So if you're interested in that and you need some help, feel free to reach out. Click the link in the show notes to get on my mailing list or DM me on Instagram or add me on Facebook. It's just my name, Paul Levitin, on Instagram at Paul Levitin, on LinkedIn at Paul Levitin, wherever you want to find me. And let's talk because this is what I want for 10,000 people. This is what I want for every human, for everyone listening to this. So if that's something that you would find valuable and you need a little help, reach out. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope that you're enjoying the journey that we're on together. Until next week, stay healthy and stay happy.